0: Who's first? I'm first. My name's Ben. I play Eddie, the hookup, the gnome, the drug dealer, the best of the best. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm back in for dinner. You know what I
1: mean, cuz. Brian, you're next because you're under Eddie. I guess. I was not prepared. My name's Brian, and I play Sarge, Vinny, and Basuda. Travis, you're next to Brian, so you get to go next.
2: <laughs> yep. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Travis. I play Vaxador, the
3: High Elf Warlock of the group. We have a new character today. Billy, you're next. Tell everybody who you are in-game and what... Tell us a little bit about you. Your race, your class, if you remember those things. I kind of remember them. That's all you need to kind of remember. I am Big Daddy Bill and I am a Dragonborn. I am the owner of the tavern, but fucking beavers. And I also run an <laughs> underground fight club. And I am a mercenary that loves to go around and kill dragons for money. Billy is a barbarian class.
4: Braden, you're next. My name is Braden, and I play Steve, the human oathbreaker paladin. And last session, couldn't fucking hit shit, so. Uh, Nate
3: aka chauvron will be here at some point during this session i am ryan i'm the dungeon master and i play everybody else welcome back to goblins and goblets a real play fifth edition 5e podcast loosely loosely based fifth edition 5e today we're just going to do some leveling up we're going to do some uh give you guys some more information about what the hell is going on in this realm and we'll see what you guys want to do with that information uh let's start with eddie again ben you're at the top of my screen so you get to go first whenever i ask for it <laughs> uh why don't you uh you guys are all going from the third level to fifth level so why don't you tell us some of the cool shit that you got Ooh, we okay. everybody got ability score modifiers so we don't have to worry about saying that
0: i'm just saying you know 18 intelligence
3: pretty badass okay that's that's actually pretty good information to be honest <laughs>
0: But I got this uh, thing called Alchemical Savant. I get to uh, add my uh, intelligence modifier as a bonus to all spellcasting casting focuses that are on um, either health, like restoring hit points or damage rolls such as acid, fire, necrotic, or poison. I also got some new spells. I got a thing called the Flaming Sphere, melts Acid Arrow... I also picked up Alter Self and Invisibility, and I got... Asera
3: was dope.
5: Yeah,
0: Ascera is very dope. Also picked up Tasha's Caustic Brew. Hell yeah. And I got a new drug, and drag also got buffed up a little bit. It's uh, Instead of a, a D4, it's a D6 self-damage and a D6 lightning damage. And I got this thing called GHB, or Goblin Hormone Buff. I get uh, as many as my proficiency bonus. And what this drug is, I, uh, I shoot somebody up with this drug and they get the roll off the uh, wild magic barbarian table, which is in Tasha's cauldron of everything.
3: Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else? I think that's about it. Huh?
0: Yeah, honestly. Oh, have you saw the potato skins? Do we have any potato skins left? You guys
3: have three left. They're in your pocket. Three potato skins. Hell yeah. All right, Brian, you are next on my screen. So you are next to tell us what you get at the level.
1: Yep. So I pick up, if I could scroll down here, I pick up uh, an ability score improvement, pretty standard at level four. Uh, slow fall, which means I can spend a reaction to have damage anytime I'm falling. Quickened healing, I can spend some Kai points with my, have been... But yeah, I can, I can spend some Kai points to uh, heal myself real quick in the midst of battle. Gain an extra attack. I gain Stunning Strike, which is really the big one here. Uh, I can spend some Kai points to uh, stun a target if they fail the saving throw, which means they get disadvantage on... Or uh, anyone attacking them gets advantage. They get some other shit. It's, it's a pretty big move for the monk... Uh, and then focused aim, which is not really that great unless I know I miss my attack roll by a little bit, but, but I can spend up to three Kai points to increase my attack roll after I make it by that number of Kai points. So not really that great considering if you roll a fucking three, you're not going to waste all your Kai points to make it a six, obviously. But I mean, potentially useful in a Situation where I may potentially know the AC the monster. monster. Uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, Travis, you're next. What you got? I, I don't know.
3: What do you mean you don't know? I don't know! You've had you two are- hours to figure this out. How do you not know? Because I didn't know. Fucking useless. Billy, what you got? you think Billy's going to know. Billy <laughs> does <laughs> know because he doesn't get much. That's fair. I got level 5. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, at 5th level, barbarians get an extra attack and you get fast movement. So, your speed increases by 10 feet while you aren't wearing, and
1: I believe... What he said. The quote I you got wearing level medium 5 red. was still more intelligent than everything Travis said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: um, you also get an ability score improvement a point into Strength, and then a point, yeah, Constitution or Dexterity. Mm, You don't really need Dexterity. I would go Constitution. Uh, Even numbers are kind of where you get your modifiers from. The numbers in between just kind of suck, so. Okay. If you click the three bars in the top right of your app, hit Edit Character, and then click where it says Class, Barbarian 3, That'll open it up. If you click level, you can change it to five, and then in the top where it says ability score improvement, they both say strength 19, Uh, change the second one to constitution 15, and then you'll get three bonus hit points, Uh, and then you just click accept, and that moves you up to fifth level, and you are a beefy boy. Got it. 52 hit points. You have a movement speed of 40 feet. I think you're the fastest one in the party. Brian, what's yours? You would be the next closest. I'm 40. Okay. The Barbarian and the Monk have the same speed.
1: I definitely don't have 52 hit points, though.
3: Right. I'm curious to see what the Paladin's got. Travis, you know what you got now?
1: All
2: right. I mean, so, when the Warlock hits fifth level, so he gains uh, increased hit point dice, so everyone knows that. Uh, he gains uh, additional cantrip, two level three spells, and I get another in, uh, invocation. So, real quick, I mean, just kind of going over this, kind of like half-assing. I can adjust on the fly, but um, I added sword burst as my in, my other uh, cantrip. The two um, third level spells I picked up uh, right here um, are is one is. The first one is enemies abound. Then the last one that I picked up is just just for purposes, you know. Uh, I picked up fly, so then I do get my invocation. So sorry about that, actually. So uh, my invocation that I picked up is the I don't know what was it. It was yeah, thirsting blades. So uh, it's an invocation, but we cast it can be as a cantrip. trip. Gotta have the pack of blade, which I have the pack of blade. Um, that's one of the prerequisites, and you have to be level 5. But with it, when you cast it, you can attack with your pack weapon twice instead of once.
3: That's kind of handy. Sounds like everybody's going to be getting two attacks now except for Ben, probably.
1: You get hella attacks now.
3: Yeah, Brian can attack like eight times. Uh, Alright, cool. Nate, you're actually on. next on my screen, so you're going to tell us what you get at fifth level. That's all right. Um- i glad to you finally went to, to, to someone else. I just got here. here. All right. Well, Braden's the only one left. So, Braden, what you got? I'll um, actually hey, I... say it slowly because I need to add your shit to my attitude.
4: Okay. I got my charisma modifier up to 18 and my constitution up to 16. I got second level spells now, two of them. I got another attack and. Then I got more beefy. I'm up to sixty-two hit hit points.
3: Didn't you get martial versatility 62? as well?
4: Uh, I think I already had martial versatility. Yeah, martial really? versatility is when I can change my fighting style. You're I can do it anytime hit points? I level up. Sixty-two.
5: No, I
4: have fifty-four. So that is wrong. Did
1: you roll for hit points?
5: Yes. That'd
1: be why sixty-two. Ah shit, man!
2: Okay. Nah, W- wishing I read more of the spells
3: because now this one sounds awesome. Uh, Nate, you know what you got now? Because you're next. <laughs> um, I know I get a buff for adding uh, ability score
5: improvement for charisma and constitution, but That's what you're doing. I have not gotten to what spells I have ability to get now.
3: I wouldn't worry about that too much. You kind of get the same thing as Braden, right? Yeah, more or less. Your spells can change every day anyway, I so. Know what you pick up is is variable by day.
4: At second yes. level, I now have Crown of Madness, Darkness, Lesser Restoration, and Prayer Feeling.
1: Can you know four at a time? I think so. He can know them, I just don't think he can cast all of them.
3: Uh, all right, well, I not think so.
1: Fifth, at fifth
5: level, I get Hold Person and Misty Step.
3: Nice. Misty Step is dope. Hold Person's fucking dope, too. Yeah, those are two solid spells. Okay, cool. Uh, that's everybody's level up. All right, so I will give this give the option to you guys. Um, do you want to... In what order do you guys want to do this? So you can talk to the governor. Uh, you guys got your ship modified, so we can go over the ship modifications. Or talking to the governor and going to the Temple of Vistas are kind of all the same, so you can either talk to him about like what the fuck is going on, where you can go to the Temple of Vistas. You get kind of options here. So where do you guys want to start? I don't give a fuck about the option. I'm going to go to the Temple. Okay. That,
4: uh-huh.
3: Everybody else good with that?
4: Oh, I'm
5: cool with that.
4: Sure. Okay. okay. Wait, All right. Hold
3: up. What? Nope, nope. We've decided. Yeah, That was <laughs> unanimous, actually. Almost. <laughs> Majority rules. Um, okay, so you guys, after the siege that most of you missed on the town of Moth, you all helped rebuild, got a good night's sleep on the ship, and came up the next afternoon, probably climbed up the stairs, back to the city, and sought out the governor. Who can tell me the governor's name?
1: No, I don't care, I want to go talk
3: to the temple. The governor has to take you to the
4: temple.
1: Mm.
3: No, I
4: don't care. Uh, no clue. Travis, this was Flanders. your race. It's Flanders.
3: It is Flanders. Good job, Travis. I am proud of you. Uh, okay, you guys meet up with Governor Flanders, who is in the central ring of MOF. Uh, he says, good morning, afternoon, I guess, uh, everyone. You guys want to get down to business, or would you like to go up to the temple first?
1: We're going to the temple.
3: All right, that's kind of what I figured. Temple. temple. All right. Uh, he leads you guys out in the back of town up a set of kind of rickety, shitty wooden stairs up the side of a big hill. And you guys walk for probably a half an hour or so, 20 minutes. Uh, assuming somebody is carrying Eddie, it'll take you a little bit less time, 15, 20 minutes or so. He's kind of small. And you guys arrive at the at the uh, shrine. It's uh, kind of dilapidated. The... You know this isn't the most wealthy city, and if they have money, they don't necessarily care about this temple. It's kind of way out here, and it doesn't get visited all that much. But as you guys approach, it's kind of like a church. Think of a an older wooden church in like a graveyard, kind of white but fading and chipping. The paint's coming off. Uh, as you guys walk up to the door, a Red Dragonborn is stepping out, and Billy, this is how you meet everybody. So, in your hands, from inside of the temple, uh, we'll do a quick flashback so you can ask your question. Do you have a question for the goddess, or do you just want your stuff? I just want my stuff. Okay. Uh, You can add on your app. It is called the Armblade Javelin, so you can add that in your equipment. And it does some cool shit that I will tell you when I find it. It's, I kind of thought of it as, like, the hidden blade from Assassin's Creed, but it's a javelin. So it kind of, like, mounts to your arm, <laughs> and you can disconnect it and, like, yeet it at shit. As a bonus action, you can retract it into your arm and hide it. So that is, but that's he, what the goddess gave you.
2: So he has, like, a hidden javelin, that you just... Picks up and throws it, and how does it come back?
0: He has to go get it. Oh, uh, it sucks. Can, can you just have like a stack of javelins on him?
3: <laughs> nope, he has <laughs> one. No, he needs to
2: have, he needs to shoot it and then have like a string to it so he can just like whoop like, <laughs> and we call it.
3: But maybe this, this isn't works. the chance, Lance. You have to go get it. So, um,
2: is that cool then it's still pretty fucking cool it's, it's a hidden know. javelin you throw and it's like ah oh, crap if you guys,
3: guys ever get your weapons taken for any reason nobody's gonna know that he has a javelin hidden in his
4: arm well Travis you... can recall <laughs> his weapons so that's because <laughs> Travis got his weapons from my god I uh, am my weapons <laughs> yeah.
5: I was gonna okay. say I'm
1: a live I do
5: pretty What if pretty Billy's playing this damage. game <laughs> out of character quick?
2: What if Billy's just drunk one night and he's just like ah you eat my javelin and he totally forgets about it, just sitting in a field somewhere. And he doesn't have a javelin. He anymore. fucking
1: loses it. Yeah. Yep. There's consequences um, to your actions.
2: question. <laughs> Billy, don't get drunk. Yeah. Don't get drunk playing and forget about your javelin.
3: What Ben? <laughs> you kind of asking a lot of me there. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of that. What'd you say, Ben?
0: He can't just like buy a new javelin and
3: no, it- it's it's this specific javelin, oh, it's magically, <laughs> it is a it's magically like, attuned I to do. him. God, damn take
0: it. out your Sharpie
2: and write your name on it.
3: Uh, <laughs> the governor kind of introduces you guys to him, he says, Oh, uh. Big Daddy Bill. I didn't see I didn't uh, expect anybody to be up here, let alone it's you. The fact that the uh, governor calls him Big Daddy Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Who really um, runs this city. He says, uh, "Hey guys, this is this is Big Daddy Bill. He uh, he actually owns the butt fucking Beavers, so he's probably very grateful that you guys assisted with the rebuild. He's actually the strongest probably one of the strongest people in town and might be able to serve you guys well if you can convince him to come along with you. Assuming that the bar and the, the underground fight club is in order, he might have some time to, to come, play, come play hero with you all.
1: Uh,
3: I go, hey, you want to come fuck
0: shit up too? I go, uh, well, 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 isn't Billy, you old son of a bitch? All right, put it there. I use both my hands to try to shake his hand.
5: And I just go, you make some great fucking potato skins my lad.
3: For context clues, Eddie and Billy do know each other because of Gertrude. Eddie's been here a couple times and uses the the butt fucking beaver for some activity, quote unquote. This is con- contractions. Yeah, yeah, selling cookies, cookies. Right, that's what they were. You got the first initial right, Billy. You've been you've been asked two different ways and said you have really good potato skins. Uh, What you got to say to that?
4: I know I got good potato skins.
3: They're the best in town. Are we going to stand here and talk all day or are we going to get down to shenanigans?
0: Billy never changes.
3: Okay. Uh, You have now added a sixth individual to your party, counting Sarge as one individual. Um, The governor says, okay, so... Let me give you guys the breakdown of how this temple works. Billy, you were just in here, so you don't get to go back in. Sorry. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get any cool shit this time. So, as DM words now, I'm going to have all of you roll initiative, and that's going to decide the order in which you guys go into the temple. Back to the governor now. He says, uh, you guys enter. You kneel in front of the, what's the big fucking table thing? I'm not a churchgoer. Nate. Big table thing. Altar. Um, Yeah, yeah. good enough. Uh, You kneel in front of the altar, you can ask a question of the goddess. If she feels so inclined, she will answer. And she will possibly bestow upon you some cool shit also. Um, You can enter, you have to enter one at a time or the, the goddess won't speak to you. So let's get it on. Everybody roll... i rolling the
1: mini 20.
3: Hell yeah. Oh, fuck that one, dude. I'm going to get a four.
1: Fuck! It's a three, like last time. I told you.
0: (laughs) Got a 14.
1: What are the odds I roll the same number on a d20 twice in a row?
0: (laughs) It's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged.
1: Never again.
3: Roll again. I rolled a 20. A nat 20? Dirty 20. Okay.
2: Wait, Travis are we adding to this? Wait, what are yeah, we you add
1: your
3: initiative.
5: This is initiative. Oh, oh Yes. Yeah.
1: initiative.
5: 7.
1: You're okay. yeah. <laughs> you good?
3: One. Last. <laughs> Dirty twenty.
1: Yeah, you you're don't eight. even know
3: where you're at. You
2: uh, just walk out. The Travis
3: challenge. and Nate, what are your dexterity modifiers? Plus two. Plus three. Travis goes first, and then Nate. Uh, Billy was already in here, and I need to learn how to count. And that's everybody. No, it's not. It's Ben. Ben, what did you roll? A oh, 17. 17. Holy fuck, that was difficult. Okay, cool. So, Travis, you are going to enter the temple first. Uh, you walk through the small, human-sized wooden door. Nate, you're going to kind of have to slouch a little bit to get in. But once you walk okay. in, it opens up. You got a nice big open ceiling. It's it's really typical of a, a run-down church in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. There's some pews on both sides and you're kind of walking down the aisle and at the very head of the church you see the altar that the governor was talking about and there's kind of like a nice worn patch in front of it where all of the people who have been here to visit have knelt before. So you may approach this and kneel and speak your question.
2: I got nothing. I really don't. I'm just living
4: that Just stuff. ask right. if
3: the carpets match the drapes. No, like, that's so fine. You approach. You kneel. You have no question for the goddess. And uh, as you kneel there, you take nine points of lightning damage as a bolt of lightning comes through the open window on the side of the church. I
2: take a knee. I don't know what to ask. I just take lightning
5: instantly.
3: Correct. Nate, you are next. All right. I will kneel
5: where I'm supposed to, up by the altar. Do you have a question for the goddess? I I start off as goddess. I am but a simple man of simple trades. I am blacksmith. I, I enjoy only the simple things in life, such as seagulls, bolts, and gertrudes. The only thing I ask you is that's not going Russian. The only thing I ask you is, please, it's been difficult since Benkin has been destroyed. Please help me find the man who destroyed my town so I can destroy his family. Thank you very much.
3: Good day, goddess. And in a flash of light, On the altar in front of you is a small silver amulet on a chain uh and you pick it up and i will tell you this is the amulet of devout right forgot to have all these so the amulet of devout bears the symbol of a deity inlaid with precious stones or metals while you wear this holy symbol you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and the saving throw dcs of your spells the bonus is determined by the amulet's rarity Uh, This is a rare amulet, so it is plus two. Uh, Once this property is used, it can't be used again until the next dawn. All right, so that's a bonus to what attack rolls, or... Can you repeat that part again? Sorry. It is a a bonus to spell attack rolls and the saving throws uh, against, so, like, if you're trying to save, or if they can save. Uh, And under that is a small piece of paper... Uh, with the word soon written on it. And that's it. Alright. You exit the church and step to the side as Ben enters. Uh, you may approach the, the altar and ask your question.
0: Alright. Eddie hasn't been to a church since he was with his family. So he has very pensive attitude coming back to a holy place. He makes sure no one's listening and asks the goddess Will I ever earn my father's respect again?
3: And in a flash of light no. on the altar in front of you, uh, you see a normal-looking slingshot. I kind of made this up for you. So your your spell attacks are kind of flavored with vials. This is just to increase your range. I would say you can't throw a vial any more than like 30 feet even though the spell range is longer. Uh, I'll bump this up to what they should actually be, uh, and underneath the underneath the slingshot is a small piece of paper that says, your fate is determined by your actions, and that is it. You exit the church and step aside as Brian enters. You may approach the altar and ask a question.
1: I approach the altar and say, are we alone?
3: Uh, you get no response.
1: I walk into the temple. I cast off my coat. Okay. And you see before you three raccoons in a totem pole-like stance. And I say, I, we, we were chosen. We were chosen to leave this world. Why were we brought back? Okay.
3: Good question. Um, And the three individuals that make up Sarge... Kneel in front of this altar, and in a flash of light, on the altar appears a cloak. Uh, You get the cloak of this placement. So you can attune to it easily. Uh, While you wear this cloak, it projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location, causing any creature to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. If you take damage, the property ceases to function until the start of your next turn. This property is incre- is suppressed while you are incapacitated, restrained, or otherwise unable to move. Uh, this is another rare item. And that's all I know? Uh, and underneath, uh, as you pick this cloak up and put it on, underneath is a small sheet of paper that says,
1: To Fulfill Your Destiny. And that is all you know. I place my cloak back on. the. Hopefully that covers me. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's it has the same uh, same characteristics as the old cloak. Okay, it's just better. Yeah, I leave. Okay, uh, Braden, you are next to enter. You may approach the altar and ask your question.
4: I approach the altar, look around, make sure everything looks normal for a church of this I kneel and ask. How do I stop
3: Sandara Thansit, and how do I find her? Uh, Okay. And in a flash of light, shortly after you ask this question, on the altar appears a belt. You are getting... You are given, I guess. uh, You are bestowed the belt of dwarven kind. While you gain... uh, While wearing this belt, you gain the following benefits. Your constitution score increases by 2 to a max of 20. You have advantage on charisma, uh, persuasion checks made to interact with dwarves. In addition, while attuned to this belt, you have a 50% chance each day at dawn of growing a full beard if you're capable of growing one, or a visibly thicker beard if you already have one. If you aren't a dwarf, you gain the following benefits. You gain advantage on saving throws against poison. You have resistance against poison damage. You have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet and you can speak, read, and write dwarfish. Okay, cool. So do you guys, would you guys like to talk to the governor about the happenings, or would you guys like the governor to take you back to your ship and explain all of the modifications? So you guys are finished at the temple. Uh, While you guys walk to the ship and the governor kind of gives you the rundown of all the new cool shit, he's going to explain to you guys what happened. Travis received a communication from the king. Uh, why don't you read that to everybody? Oh, this... Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I guess I'm reading it to everybody. Um, or I guess you don't have to read it to everybody, but you have to ask the governor about Sandara. Well, that's what I was getting. I, I thought it, the way it was
2: worded, I thought this was like a private conversation, but I guess not.
3: Mm, there's nothing...
2: Okay. Well, yeah, all right. It's well, sensitive it, not just here. the way it was get given to me, but um, no, I mean this. Uh, all right, I mean, I guess I can read it for everybody. So, I I did receive a letter from His Majesty. Um, it says that um, you know, Governor, uh, Governor Flanders, my friend, um, the King was asking if you knew about Sandara Thansith and asked and 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 asked me to tell you that he was the one asking you, and hoping that you'll be able to answer and tell us everything you know in regards of her.
3: Sandara Thanceth. Is that the ST that you were referring to in the letter you guys uh, stole from the orcs? I believe so. Okay. That
2: that would be my conclusion.
3: Okay. Uh, I do know of Sandara. I know that she is one of the heads of the Dramacthar occult uh, set on manipulating this plane of existence to kind of do their bidding on the other planes. Uh, they kind of want to take over all of them. They seek the ultimate power, which is kind of godship of everything. Uh, and they they chose to start with this plane because that's kind of where they live. Um, she isn't the head of it, though. Wingolf Millard is. He's, he's a very... Fucked up, dude. And then I think there's a third. Um, oh yeah, they have a uh, they have four brigal. He he's an ancient black dragon. Uh, and the three of them kind of set out to to take over this plane. You know, like I said, take over all of the planes eventually. They they hire. Uh, they don't hire the. Uh, I guess their followers are are called the garkiti. Uh, it's a, a band of demons. Um, they kind of use them to do their bidding in the Forgotten Realm. They they're kind of seeking followers. So until they get enough followers to actually move beyond this plane of existence, they they kind of utilize the Gherkiti. They can't send the Girkiti to the other the other planes. They're looking for more more people like you, I you guys, I guess. Um I will say that they're very, very strong and uh, for the sake of the world, please don't (coughs) give in to their advances. I I don't remember where exactly their home base is. They kind of move shop a lot. They could very well be sexual advances. Uh, Most of them uh, are probably going to be to try and convince you to help them take over the world. I cannot promise anything sexually. Okay, I I won't let them know. Uh, and we'll just keep that between us. Um, I do remember hearing word at one point that they may be housed at uh, the island to the kind of the northwest of, of uh, Two. Uh, are any of you familiar... With the the island that kind of has like Benkin and Prang and Court, like Okay, um, directly to the east of that island is another island. Uh, you guys might have seen it in kind of travel back and forth. Uh, over there is a castle called Castrum Contridos. It's, it's relatively dilapidated at this point. It's kind of just laying in ruins. But at one point, I heard through the grapevine that there was some demonic happenings over there. Uh, I suggest you guys kind of venture that direction from here. Maybe check it out and see what you can find. Any questions I might be able to answer that you guys have, I will do the best I can. What exactly did you do to upgrade our ship? Uh, we are almost there and I will show you. Nobody has any questions about what he just said.
2: Uh, I mean, I I was trying to text super quick and get all those notes, but I have a lot of blanks.
0: I'll fill you in. Would I know any of those places? Because of my criminal feat, knowing?
3: Uh, You know of Castrum Contritos. It's kind of a, like I said, it's the ruins of a castle that once stood there. It's not populated anymore this whole island is kind of kind of fucked nobody really travels to or from it much it was kind of left for dead after the the castle fell gotcha okay okay um and as he finishes up telling you guys all about this this group uh you guys arrive back at the docks on the bottom side of moth uh, and he says okay So here's your ship. Let me give you guys the the grand tour of what is yours. And you guys got a lot of shit on this ship, let me tell you. So your hull has been reinforced. Uh, I have given it hit points, and I will tell you guys those later. You now have two cannons on each side facing right. Uh, We'll discuss damage and stuff. You can deploy exploding fire barrels from the rear of the ship uh, if you're being pursued. You have two harpoon guns closer to the front of the ship kind of facing off. Uh, They're kind of facing off either direction. You can pivot them around and use them to shoot things. You can now travel faster and your ship is easier to steer. Most of that relates to Nate. And, uh, your ship actually looks really nice. When you guys got it, it was pretty fucked, pretty, uh... I mean, it was owned by goblins, so it can only look so nice. Uh, they gave it a nice, slick paint job, uh, new sails, everything looks good. They repaired the hole in the wall between Eddie and Steve's room, so you guys don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and they modified all of your living quarters to kind of fit your needs, so, Eddie, you have a nice alchemy table where you can make your drugs. Travis, you have a nice desk where you can write in your journal and kind of talk to your your patron. Brian, they gave you a large bed because they have no idea what you are. They wanted you to have all the space you needed. So you have a nice king-size bed in there. And they gave you like a practice dummy because they know you're a monk. Nate and uh, Braden, you guys kind of got a common area, not your bedrooms, uh, where you could practice fighting, I guess. You guys all kind of could use it, I guess. Nate, you have a place where you can pray to your deity. And Braden, you just kind of got a bedroom. I I didn't know what to give you. Billy, they also gave you a room on this ship because they weren't sure if you were coming or not. So you got a. A room on the very lowest deck. Kind of close to the stairwell. It is... The inside Proud walls are lined with... What? Proud to be a stowaway. <laughs> the the walls in your room are lined with fire retardant. So if shit ever goes sideways and you end up using your breath weapon for anything, uh, you won't burn the whole boat down. Uh, you got a nice bed, you know, and you have a a weapon shelf where you can hang various weapons and shields and stuff. All of you probably have this in your room, but Billy is probably going to utilize it the most. Do any of you have any special requests for your quarters that I didn't think of?
4: Foosball table.
3: You may have a foosball table in the common area. Garbage can. You may have a garbage can. Beanbag? I want a beanbag. Sure, you can have a beanbag chair. Instead of like actual reclining chairs and stuff in your room, you just have beanbag chairs. Yeah. I I we get a ping-pong table. Uh, ping-pong table in the common area. Fantasy ping-pong and fantasy foosball. It's like a three-in-one table that also has pool. I want my room to be soundproof. Uh, all rooms are soundproof now. I'd, I'd like to ask...
5: who escal- room to not be soundproof. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Might I ask us to where's his living quarters for Baby Juice? Uh, baby Juice has a nest on the top of the main mast of the ship that all he right. may... Sleep there, and there's also a second nest in your room. Kind of got, like, a one of those T-bird posts that he All can right. hang out on. Got a nest on top of that, too. Um, the only other thing, might they have little station to do blacksmithy work? Yes. Uh, and they, they already did this. So you have a vent hole that kind of goes outside, like a window you can close and open. Uh, and beside it is a blacksmithing table you would probably have to go upstairs on the main deck to kind of do any smelting or anything, but you have like a grinding wheel and and shit like that. Cool. Uh, And then up on the main deck, I'll give you like a a 10 by 10 platform up on the front, where it was also sprayed with fire retardant so that you can kind of make a fire and melt your shit and and do all the blacksmithing stuff that I don't know about. (laughs) Uh, And the governor says, oh, I forgot you big man come with me and he takes you back upstairs to the top deck after showing you guys all your living quarters travis you stay downstairs and kind of scope out your room but chauvron he takes you back upstairs to the back of the boat and shows you your new and improved personal ship used as a lifeboat for the ship now it's got a fucking sick spoiler on yes um, he. They also modified the lifeboat rope system so that you can like bring it up to the ship and drop it down from the ship faster than you could before. They gave you some better oars, and they lubed up the oar rates so you can kind of row faster. Uh, and they gave you some sick flame decals along the side to go with your sport
5: <laughs> My investment's return is more than tripled.
3: Travis, you stayed downstairs, and as you were kind of surveying your new and improved living quarters, uh, you hear a and turn around, and behind you on your bed is a kind of like a red-wrapped object with a little note on the top of it, and you walk over and pick up the note first. The note says, take this and remember who your god is. And inside of this Red Cloak is a Rod. Uh, It's called the Rod of the Pact Keeper. It is the plus two version. So the... let me tell you about it. The Rod of the Pact Keeper, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and to saving throw DCs of your Warlock spells. Uh, Those will be plus two bonuses uh, while you're holding this Rod. In addition, you can regain one Warlock spell slot as an action while holding the rod. Uh, You can't use that property again until you finish a long rest. So once per day, you can regain a Warlock spell as an action.
2: Okay, but that would be my weapon then, right?
3: Uh, It's not a very big rod, so you could... If you wanted to hold that and your two-handed... We use a Battle Axe. You could hold both of them at the same time, or you could use this... So do you want it to be, like, you could use this rod as a, so it's a, it's a small rod that you could implement into the handle of your axe, and then you're always kind of holding it, so you could utilize it whenever you want. Okay, okay. That way you're not punished for making your packed weapon a two-handed weapon by having to use one-handed weapons and hold this fucking stick in your other hand.
2: Okay, so I can make that like a pack weapon then, but then like if I still wanted to have like a crossbow or something like that, obviously I wouldn't have the same benefits And It's just for this no.
3: specific weapon. So when you summon your packed weapon now, there's a slot in the handle where you, like, as a, not a bonus action, just like, you do it. Anytime you summon your weapon, you slot this rod in there. You kind of plug it in like a battery.
2: Or what if I just like make it and then like, I... I... Make the weapon, then I I do my ritual, and like that's the pack weapon. So just I don't have to do the. It's just that's how it
3: comes. We could do that too. I just thought you wanted to keep the the variability of the packed weapon.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I well, guess you can. So. I guess
3: you can take a weapon and make it your packed weapon. You don't have to summon a weapon every time. Yeah, no, like, yeah, but you can, you I can't can, like, change it. No, but if you if you picked a battle axe, and we put this into the handle of your battle axe then it wouldn't take you an action to dismiss your battle axe and summon a crossbow. You would always have a battle axe on you, and as an action, you could summon a crossbow. So instead of taking three actions...
2: So you're saying... You that, okay, to, so you're, saying you're saying that's just a regular weapon I have on me, and that it's
3: not my packed weapon. But you can make it your packed weapon. Like You can attune yeah. any weapon to be your packed weapon. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that's That's all I have for you guys. That was... This is kind of just like a chill session where you get to level up and get some cool
5: shit.